Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to tonight's Dash Radio show. I'm Dawn Wright DeBronx. This is Peter Mingles. Peter's here. And we have a fantastic guest tonight. Her name is Jennifer Lang. She is an artist who just released her latest album. I think she just released it, but um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm over-speaking. Three o'clock Saturday, and uh, it's a soap opera-inspired musical saga that unveils her heart, um, her heartfelt love, excuse me, uh, themed with soulful tales of failing, forgiveness, and being happy at the end of it all. And that sounds like an intro to, like, The Dash, if I ever heard it. How are you right. doing there, Jennifer? <laughs> I am well. How are you guys? Awesome. Thanks. And uh, that that's a pretty amazing, amazing uh, intro there, a musical saga that unveils her heartfelt love theme with soulful tales of failing forgiveness and being happy at the end of it all. you got to tell us how that happened. That's a pretty amazing story right there. Well, um, once I put all the songs together, I realized that it pretty much was a story from beginning to end. Um, as far as uh, fairy tales, fairy tales basically, well, fairy tales, the song that I wrote, fairy tales deals with um, our dream of love, our expectations of what our Prince Charming or our princess or guys will be. Um, then you get to high, and now you're dealing with reality. You're actually face-to-face with someone who is attracted to you, and it goes on through from the attraction phase to falling in love to dealing with now I think we're on the rocks because things aren't going so well to the point where um, falling in love, one of the songs falling in love, deals with the the pain of the breakup Um, that your thought is like, a little angry version of, you know, lashing out at that person. Uh, so it it pretty much takes you from the emotions, not and and not that every relationship ends in breakup, but it takes you from the breakup to starting over to learning something from all this stuff you just went through to pretty much figuring out what you really want in that person. And I think I think that that works to our benefit sometimes. Once you go and kiss a frog, you know, you know what? I don't like the green frogs. <laughs> I don't like the round <laughs> frogs. At least I know what kind of frog I'm going to have to kiss to find this charming. <laughs> you are not him. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> we all have our frogs and our toad stories, don't we? <laughs> oh my goodness! But we do. I, I, I have. To, we do. But it's it's when you learn from them, and um, even from 
psychologists or what have you, talk shows even, um, if you keep falling for the same person and you keep getting the same results, it's like, hello, stop falling for the same person. He is not what you're looking for. Uh, kiss a green toad. I don't know. But um, <laughs> we, we, we go through life and we have to learn. And then when we learn, hopefully we grow up and mature to the point where you don't settle for it is, you know, quick and easy. If you if what you really want is um, a love that's going to last and be eternal, then you have to know what you want, and you can't settle for less. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's my story. <laughs> 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 yeah, anything worth having is is actually a lot of work, and um, you know it's interesting just to throw out there. You know, I've I've done a whole lot of work with a company called Psi Seminars. They're PSI Seminars, and they they talked about a study that was done about abuse victims and how you could put literally, um, and I don't I can't quote the study. I just know the story was that you could literally put um, an abuse victim in a room with 499 people who would never lay a hand on them and one abuser, and that that, that that victim would attract and be attracted to the only abuser in the room. And how exactly. this is, yeah, and how, how this is we attract what we are and not what we say we want, you know, and that it requires a full shift in beingness to attract someone new. So we might say we want a yellow toad and we keep attracting green toads, but if we are a green toad and we attract green toads, we actually have to become a yellow toad attractor, you know? We have to make a whole shift within ourselves to get a different kind of toad. (laughs) Right, exactly. You You know, the prince toad, you know, the one that'll... See, so, I Peter, how, how do you feel about the toad slowly. attracting? I, you know, I have, t- talk to us. I have learned that anything that I say about relationships will probably come back to me. So I, I'm <laughs> going to be quiet during Aww. most of this conversation. No, I'm, I'm only teasing. I'm, I was always the Mr. Magoo of relationships. Like, I kind of bang into them. And I haven't had that many of them. So this whole shopping list thing like you guys are talking about, like you're picking a guy on a shopping list, I don't get it. <laughs> but that's okay. Okay, here's the thing. And I understand what, 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 where you're, where you're at because guys hear shopping lists. It's like, okay, she wants this list. Okay, no, that's not what we're saying. Only, we I'm don't want teasing. shopping I'm only, I'm only teasing. No, I agree totally with you. I agree absolutely positively, absolutely. And like I said, I should probably not say anything about relationships. So anyway, I'm only teasing. But it's no, interesting. And I love your music, and you're a great singer. So let's change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a yellow toad? I, you know, I don't no, know. No, he's not a yellow toad. I don't I don't think so. Like he's I cook I like cook and I clean and I'm a really nice guy. I think so generally speaking, at least in my own head. And we work real hard, <laughs> so I think I'd be a keeper for most people. For mm-hmm. most I think I'd be okay. Then yeah, you're a yellow toad. I don't know what yellow Oh, means. oh I see. He's the yellow oh, okay. toad. 
Yellow's a good one. <laughs> okay, you, Jeff, you got to keep up. You got to keep up. Yellow toad is the one, <laughs> is the one we wanted to attract. The green oh, toad and the brown okay. toad were the ones we had to throw away. Got it. I, <laughs> I, think, I think just to be politically correct for most men and women, I would be a yellow toad. <laughs> <laughs> In this scenario, I, only I in this scenario. I do laundry, too. Hey. I do laundry. Hey. Yeah. Hey, now you're talking, big boy. <laughs> <Dad. laughs> so, so, so what, what is our first song going to be tonight? That's what I want to know. Jeff? Nope. Not Jeff. It's nope. Jeff. Jeff Just is our Peter. producer. You've been talking Jeff to Jeff. Now you're on the phone with with in, in the show with Don and Peter, and Alex is our spin doctor, oh, oh. who we also call oh, Axel whenever he doesn't want to go. Uh, whenever he wants to be uh, incognito, and he says we're going to be listening to the song "Don't Think on It." So why don't we go oh, ahead and get ready to go ahead and spin that record there, Axel? Can't make 
Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradio.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. And we are back. And uh, boy, Yay. are we back with Jennifer Lang. And that was an amazing piece of music. So Don't Think On It was the name of that, right? Right, exactly. Now, I have a URL here, www.givethroughmusic.com. Is that where people will find your album, or is that your site altogether? Um, that's where they'll find the album. Um, okay, so 3 O'Clock Saturday, 3 O'Clock Saturday by Jennifer Lang is the name of the album, and they can get it through www.givethroughmusic.com. Exactly. Awesome. That's it. That's awesome. So, so tell me, how long have you been doing what you do? I mean, have you been singing your whole life? Have you been? Are, are you a lyricist? What What is it that that is your part of all this? Well, um, as far as recording and um, establishing a label and all that stuff, I started doing records and CDs and releasing music in 1997. So I have my own label through JalenRecords.com. I'm sorry, Jalen Records Incorporated. And um, I learned, I guess, from the bottom up. So you had a dream of doing something with music. You have a wonderful and a fantastic voice. i got to compliment you on the title because that's something that actually sounds like a philosophy or a way of thinking as well. So I want to ask you about where you came up with that, but let's talk about the music behind the music. You started doing the music, let's call it professionally, maybe even before you got your first label. So you've had a label on your own for a considerable period of time, you know, since 1997? uh, Yeah, as an independent. And did you start when, I know you said you grew up in Arkansas, no, like, no one's paying attention because we had a conversation before everybody else was listening in. But you grew up in Arkansas? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, when I graduated from college, I have a degree in political science, and I got hired by a political action group, and they said, oh, you have to go to New York to train. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I went to New York, and I was sitting there at my desk and singing and um I pretty much grew up listening to everything from, you know, when I say from box to rock, I listened to everything from box to rock. Um, so the office would play music, and um, there was a guy next to me in the next cubicle, and he was like, Jennifer, how is it that you know every song, every song? I'm like, I don't know, just listen to music, man. What do you want from me? And then... Um, the more I'd sing, it's not like I was singing, you know, and performing or anything. It's just, you know, you're just singing there at your desk, and people are close to you so they can hear you. And so someone said, um, well, Jennifer, you know what, you you should probably sing. I was like, get out of here. I'm a New Yorker now. Get out of here. And they said it again, and I thought about it, and I was like, well, Dorothy, slash Jennifer, 
Mm, you're not in Kansas slash Arkansas anymore. This is New York. So if you're going to go for it, at least you're in the right place to go for it. So um, honestly, I prayed about it, and I said, well, Lord, if this is what we're going to do, you got to show me and teach me because I didn't come here to do this. So um started um, recording with uh, some producers that I, I had found and, and met and knew and um, pressed my first CD, and I was like, hey, I got a CD. <laughs> and uh, one turned into three, four, so little by little I keep moving forward, and that's my story. Well, that's a great story. So when I was playing around saying I was almost like the Mr. Magoo of relationships, you were almost like the Mrs. Magoo, if you will, of how you got into the music the- into the music business. Because you like music, you start humming, somebody kind of bumps you and says, hey, listen, you sound really good. You should be doing something like this. And you thought, well, might as well, because I'm in the right place at the right time in my life, and you did. And where did you come across that that song? Because don't think on it. Is that something that you kind of made up or something you made a song to? Where did the ideas from that come through? Because I could definitely see that as something that people would be humming but also practicing. Well, okay, you got to picture the scene. Okay. You're walking down the sidewalk, okay, and in your case, you're, you're, you're you, you're Axel, you're Guy. You're walking down the sidewalk, and all of a sudden, your ex that you have not seen in a long, long time is coming towards you. Now, to be truthful, this person broke your heart. And if you had a choice, you'd rather run and hide. But, hey, you can't do that because they see you too. So you walk up to them and you're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? You look good. You look good too. And you start talking, and then all of a sudden you look at them, and they've got that look in their eye. And you know what that look means. You know good what that look means. But don't think on it. It's really saying, you know what, I've been down this road before. You can just really take it off your mind because it is not going to happen. Smooches, bye. (laughs) That's what it's really about. It's like... Don't even think about it. It's not going to happen. So how true? I, I so how true it. is how true is this story? Like, is this like something that like theoretically can happen, or did this like really happen? Well, okay, it has happened before, so it, it's to it's anyone not you know. To anyone you know. <laughs> like, did, did it happen it, to did it happen to you? Like this whole thing like started as a song that you were thinking about? And like like is this something that happened and you're kinda of recounting that event or is this something like for other people too? Well to be honest, I'm recounting the event. Okay. I'm recounting the event. It has happened to me. Not once but maybe twice. But nonetheless. I still know what that look means, and no, it's not going to happen. So now did you find it socially acceptable to run across the street? I'm, I'm not going to run across the street. I'm not going to run across the street because the, the, the thing is, the thing is, from my perspective, I have healed from this pain and from this hurt. So because I have healed from it, I can face you. 
I can face you. And I can even smile at you. Knowing what you did, you low down. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you doing? I am having way too much fun with this conversation. Because <laughs> what's, what's really great. Doing? What's really great is that it's 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 actually a really great thing because she designed she does she designed if you will a really great song, I mean a really great song. I, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything like that for a long time, and it's a really great song based on true life's experiences. So that's what really makes it kind of special. Now let's kind of break it down and talk about the music behind the music because besides the lyrics in the song, which is mostly what I got caught up in the music behind the song was actually very good as well. So where do you get the music behind your songs? Um, well, when I start working in the studio um, and I'm working with the producers, I basically start explaining, aside from, like, the lyrics of the song, I start to explain and express how I want the song to be built, Um the groove of the song, if you will, um, and I just express it that way so that when we start putting it together, then they know what I'm looking for, and and we just make music. So you use professional musicians who's who you know already know how to play, and they kind of take the theme or the spirit of the song, and they kind of wrap, they do their magic behind it as well. Yeah, basically, yeah. Once you part. start laying it down, then um, one one pretty much plays off the other. Once you've got like your bass that's grooving, you've got your drums, everybody and you know, they're listening to you sing, then everybody starts to just like just groove together and it's like Oh, do you want this? Do you want that? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I like that, I like that. Do that, keep that, yeah, this is really good. Uh <laughs> and um you create music, you you do it. So you start the singing, and then they kind of fill in the gaps, and then you figure out what works. Yeah, exactly. That's I really tell great. them, um, I pretty much coach them in what direction and what feel I want, um, and then start just putting stuff together. Excellent. Now, I don't know which, uh, Dawn, could we ask Axel what um, he's going to play next, and maybe she can give us a little bit of background? Mm-hmm. So what's Axel going to play What's Axel going to play next? He's, gonna, he's typing it out for us. The Jennifer drum roll is happening as we speak. Jam remix. Yep, jam That's remix. It. Jam remix. <laughs> so tell us okay, about that hi. one. Okay, hi. Oh, okay. So this is High, which is the second or third track on 3 o'clock Saturday, but the version that you're going to play is the JAMA electro-funk mix. So... It's still the same essence. The song High um, basically speaks to that attraction, that physical attraction, that it's a good thing, but just don't let it be the only thing. And that's what High is really saying, is that, you know what, physical attraction is a very, very good thing. I I wouldn't have found you if it wasn't physical attraction. Because that first moment, you made my skin tingle, man. But once I got to know you, (laughs) once I got to know you, it was either going to stay or flee. It's it's the same thing. There's either fear, fear 
brings out fight or flight. <laughs> so it, it, that's what it's about, getting to know that person and, and not just resting on physical attraction. Hey, Dawn. Yes, you know, I, I know you're writing a book and we're, like, doing biographies and stuff like that. <laughs> I want this girl to write our music. I really do. I want this yes. girl to write our I music. I think so. She <laughs> so, could tell the story this one. Yeah, she's, she's going to do it with some emotion. You are right on the right place. So here we go. Axel, spin that record. <laughs> tuning in. 
To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradio.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. And we are back. And uh, we have this fantastic musician, this Jennifer Lang, and that was High Gemma Remix, and she's going to tell you it was the other version. What was the version? Um, well, this is the remix version. Okay, High gotcha. That is was... Dutch. Oh, yeah, cool. So Very High cool. is the original track. Nice. And and they can grab this, and, and, and this is still on the same album, 3 o'clock Saturday, correct? Right. It's 3 well... The remixes are 3 o'clock, the remix, but if they still go to the same website, Give Through Music, everything is there. GiveThroughMusic.com. Awesome. Yeah. But you've had the opportunity since you've been recording since the 90s to actually be part of that whole trend from maybe physical to digital. Right. So how is that? made things different for you because you know before if we wanted to listen to music it either had to be on the radio or it had to be on a physical disc and now we can listen to your music almost anywhere so you're you're someone who's actually grown up with the transition because in 97 there was really nobody playing music on the internet and now you know we can download your music and we we can listen to you wherever we want almost like right away so talk to us about that transition well, um, overall, I think it took a lot of the labor uh, out of everything because to mail CDs, okay, first of all, to press CDs, put a press kit together, put them in folders, mail them, follow up with the radio stations. Did you get the CD? Did you get the package? What kind of package was it? It's it's so it was so labor intensive and time it took so much time. So now you can send an MP3 to a radio station that have it in a moment. They can listen to it within that hour and let you know one way or another. Um, so as far as taking a lot of the labor, the drudgery. Uh, cutting down on time, cutting down on postage. Um, I think it's a great thing. I, I, I like the I like the simplicity that the digital age brings to marketing. <laughs> but so you actually it sounds like you actually like sitting on the floor, you know, putting stamps on stuff and mailing stuff out and Sounds like you've had that conversation with radio station, you know, the general managers before with, like, did you get my CD? Well, where is it? What did it look like? All that sort of stuff. So you actually did exactly. that stuff. You did. You lived exactly. that. So all these I, new kids, I did. Yeah, all these new kids coming in that can say, hold on one second, I'll send it to you now. They have no clue what it like was like before. So it was the expense, right, because they just don't make, like, one CD. You have to make a whole bunch of them. And then you had to worry about postage meters and postage rates and all that other sort of stuff. It was a lot of labor that you never got paid on. I mean, really, a lot of labor that you never got paid on. Okay, so now we're in the digital age. So now what? How has it changed? Besides speed of getting everything to everyone, has that? I know that's probably like a like a double-edged sword, but for most for mostly, it's great because you can almost give people your product on demand. Mm -hmm. 
So what else? Like, how else has the digital age helped you? Um, well, it's helped in the fact that you can expose your music to the world overnight. You really can. Um, if you're working with um, the right music promoter and they're sending it out to radio stations, Internet stations, uh, um, in Japan. Like, my first interview when I when I started promoting this album, my first interview was a station in Japan. Wow. And that would have never Isn't happened. That, that would have never happened in 1997. Never happened. Um, my, music, my music is on an app in China. Um, so the the digital age of it all it gives you exposure beyond your continental place of, of residence. You can push it out to any place in this world, Australia, uh, Japan, Africa, China, everybody. So everybody can get exposure. There's places that are probably listening to your music. I'll say it like I would say it to me, that I probably couldn't pick out on a map, if you know what I mean. Like countries, like exactly. where, is, where is that? And they're listening. Were you, are you surprised sometimes by maybe a culture or a geographic area that just kind of like, you know, just really absorbed your music and just like really liked it and like, holy cow, these guys over in Uzbekistan or whatever it might be, they are going <laughs> nuts over me. Have you found anything like that that must be kind of cute and fun, but also interesting? It's all of that, but most of all, I just, honestly, for me, I just appreciate when some, when anyone likes the music and when they get it. It's, it's, it's always a blessing to me when someone says they like it, but it's more of a blessing when they get the meaning, the message, and they understand where I'm coming from. And that, to me, is worth more than anything, worth anything, because haters are always going to say bad things. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the connection that you make with people. And the connection that you make is easy because when you, like, for instance, that Don't Think On It song, I am sure, I'm guessing, but with pretty good probability that you have had some really great stories from people who listened to that and said, you know, you might as well just wrote that for me. Well, I I, I wasn't looking at you, uh, but I felt your pain. I definitely felt your pain. So, I felt your pain. Right, so when they, they really connect with you because you, you write the kind of songs and the kind of music you have are personal. And yeah. everybody probably goes through those types of stories as well. So do you have any... Yeah, big... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much do it without everybody knowing my business. Therefore, they can't say that song is about so-and-so, so-and-so. Right, but w what I'm saying is the song that I listened, you know, when you, start to, when, you, when you sang that song, Don't Think On It, probably anybody that's ever been out there that ever had a relationship that had something similar to that or your high one uh, that we just listened to, almost everybody's had probably that experience themselves personally. So 
So yeah. even though yeah. you might have written that song about something that might have happened to you or something you might be going on, there's a bazillion people out there that are saying to themselves, well, she could have wrote that song for me personally. So have yeah. you connected with anybody? Like, have you connected with a couple of, like, special or favorite people that just, like, made a real big difference that were total strangers before they heard your music? Um, I did, but not in a, a musical sense. Um, I was um, performing, and, after, well, I was doing a performance um, on the road, and... Uh, There was um, a mom, and she had her her son with her, and um, I'm pretty sure he, well, I don't know what he had, but um, it was easy to connect with him because she was pretty much speaking for him, and she was telling me, she was trying to tell me how much he enjoyed everything. Wow. And so um, I just took a moment and sat with him and, uh, you know, gave him a big hug because he couldn't he couldn't talk for himself. He couldn't move. But for her to say that he enjoyed it, that was something for me. Yeah, that was a payoff. That was the money shot. Yeah. That was the money yeah. shot without the currency. I hear you. All right, so I think we're going to probably listen to something else in a few minutes, and then we want to spend some time talking to you as, as far as that's concerned. I think uh, Alex is telling me it's going to be a song called Take Me There. And uh, if Dawn disappeared, it's because they have some lightning storms and some thunder, so sometimes they might get disconnected. So talk to me about the song Take Me There. Well, Take Me There is basically that place when you're starting to fall in love. And you aren't fighting it. You know, it's like, Calgon, take me away. Yes, I want to fall in love. Take me. And what what the lyric actually says is, it says, take me to that place in your heart where nothing can tear us apart. And if you get to that place where you and that person are one, where nothing will tear you apart, come hell or high water, that you're going to fight for each other, then that's the love you got to have. And if you can find that, then, man, let's go. That sounds Latin interesting. America. That sounds absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and is this, are these uh, these songs on the new album? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Oh, before we start spinning that record, I want everybody to know where they can find your stuff. So I don't have it in front of me. What's the website where they can go buy your stuff? You can go to givethroughmusic.com. So give And the music. good thing about, yeah, the good thing about givethroughmusic.com is that all of the sales, all of the download sales, uh, 50% goes to... Uh, charity to uh, Heifer International Charity. So hopefully you get to enjoy my music and know that you're helping somebody else out at the same time. And tell us about the charity. What is the charity? Uh, it's Heifer International. It's the only time you can say Heifer and know you're not cursing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, Heifer International. What do they do? 
Um, they work in different uh, countries, different areas and communities. They basically provide um, a system where they not only provide a handout but a, help, a hand up so that people can um, have the things that they need in order to build upon to um, to feed their, their family and then be able to help the next family. Wow. So it's not about just feeding you. It's about feeding you, the person next door to you, the person next door to you, feeding them, feeding the person next door to them. So it's a matter of, of making every dollar multiply to the point where you started out helping a family, now you're helping a whole village and community. So that's basically it. So for people that buy your stuff, you take 50% of the proceeds and you wind up sharing them with that charity. Exactly. What a great thought. All right, we're going to spin some records. We're going to listen to Jennifer Lang talking about Take Me There. So Axel, spin that record.
To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradio.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. And we are back with Jennifer Lang and her fabulous musical stylings. <laughs> and and uh, that's just some really good music. It's really nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great voice. Thank you. Great voice. A nice personality. You. Oh, you got the whole package. And then obviously doing ah. some nice... Doing some nice things for the for the it's the Heifer International uh-huh. Foundation. So that's great stuff. It's really oh, nice that you give back. It's really nice yeah. to give back. So in in reference to like, let's go back to the the business behind the music. You know, we we call ourselves the Dash Radio, and when Dawn and I were discussing what kind of a theme, we collectively came up with the concept. Of, you know, you get a date of birth, and then when you're done, you get the date of when like and you're done, and everything else is the dash in between. And unfortunately, it's usually just about this big, you know? It's just like a little teeny-weeny dash. And then some people do something with theirs, and then some people kind of don't. And when we put this radio station together, we wanted to make sure that we could do as many things for as many people as we possibly could so they can fulfill that dash. And I love your story because your story was such where you went to school, you, you had an opportunity to go to the big city, you know, went from Arkansas, wherever that is, to the big city of Manhattan. You know, it wasn't like anybody was pushing you. So you went into the, you went into New York, and that's got to be a fantastic, just story, all of by itself, because New York. Twilight Zone, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a totally different place. And then you went there, and if it wasn't for that whole series of events, you would have met, maybe you would have found your passion, who knows. But but that series of events and that collective amount of stories is just really wonderful about how you were able to say, let's go for it. And then through a series of a lot of work since 1997, you've come to the place where you are right now, producing some really amazing, fantastic music that means something. So I got to applaud you for that because that adds to people's dashes. There's not one song that I heard that would be just like for commercial, you know, like bubblegum music or anything else like that. Really great thought out stuff that was so well put together. And the idea that you help a foundation or a charity with this just makes it that even much better. Well, I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot. And um, I'm glad you get it. Yep, we get it. (laughs) All right, so let's talk more. Let's talk more about, like, give some tips for some people that might be starting out on their own, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of people that are maybe looking for what they should be doing and maybe, and not just I'm talking about being a musician or a singer or anything else like that. I'm talking about maybe following their passion or their dreams. It took some courage. It took some, you know, you had to step out. You had to take some risks. You had to be in some uncharted waters. So give us, you know, the rah-rah, shish motivational speech about, hey, guys, if you have something in you, whatever it might be, kind of like go for it, because you did. Like, you did it. So kind of give us that. Well, I think what I would say is um, if there is a dream that's inside of you, regardless of what that dream is, in order for you to give birth to it, first of all, you have to understand that it's going to take time from conception to delivery. 
or inception. It, it's it's going to take some time. Um, even manufacturers understand that when they do research and development, that they invest in that product to just create it. Every creation is going to take an investment. It's going to take some time. It's going to take thought. It's going to take planning. It's going to take hard work. And you cannot deceive yourself or kid yourself into thinking that, oh, it's just going to happen overnight. No. I walk by faith and not by sight, but by the same token, I understand that that walk is going to take some type of work on my part and the assurance I have is that I'm not in this fight by myself. So if I am led, then I know that whatever steps I take, even if they're the wrong steps, I need to learn from that. Developers learn from their mistakes. They use that as foundation to push them higher so that they can achieve greater goals, make it better, What's wrong with it? Where do we go wrong? Ask the questions. Constructive criticism isn't bad, but don't take it to the point where you can't pull from it and you are hurt and injured from it. Learn from it. Grow from it. When it comes to being out in front of people, yeah, there are going to be people who say mean things. There are going to be people who say ugly Spiteful things. They never knew you before. They just heard you, and they can say the worst things that you never dreamed you would hear. But by the same token, you have to have strength and faith and know that, you know what, you are just one, but there are more for me than against me. So it doesn't matter what you say. You will not stop me. I'm going to be better. I'm going to grow. I'm going to learn. I'm going to use whatever I need to use in order to get better. I'm going to educate myself because when you go into business, you cannot go into business, and it is about business. At the end of the day, it is about business. You cannot go into any business Unprepared. You cannot go into any business uneducated because if you do, you will be eaten up. There are vultures that are ready to prey upon those who are ignorant of facts. So understand what you are getting yourself into. Do not deceive yourself and and paint this rosy picture that everyone is going to embrace you because when it comes down to entertainment, you are living on a dream. Corporations could care less about your dreams. Corporations are run by CEOs who have board of directors who only care about profit. Profit, period, profit, period, profit, period. Quarter, quarter after quarter, year after year. Dividends, that's all they care about. And if you don't understand that as an artist, be it music, acting, whatever. If you don't understand that, number one, you are a product. 
You are not a person. You are not someone who has a dream. You are a product. And at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is, is this product going to make us money? If the product doesn't make money, it gets cut. So once you understand what the business part of it is, you understand that it's going to take work. You understand that it's going to take faithfulness because millions of people, and I heard someone say, and I'll end with this, the richest place in the world is a graveyard because in that graveyard are buried dreams, hopes, visions, and possibilities. They never achieved them, and they died with them. So are you going to live it or die? I appreciate your stories. I appreciate your stories. So the, the neat thing is, is that you went through, you learned from all of your experiences. You realize that, especially in the entertainment business, it's a little bit, I guess, like in the restaurant business. You either like the dish, you don't like the dish, and sometimes you have nothing to do with it. It might have something to do with the personality, style, whatever is happening with that individual. So you have to have that thickened or that tougher skin to be able to kind of deal with that. And in mm-hmm. spite of all of that sort of stuff, you could make such amazing music even though the business behind the business would seem to give people a more uh, uh, hardened look. But you can look beyond that, and when you, out, when you actually start making your music and singing your songs, none of that stuff is out there for the people that are actually using your product. So great story. Absolutely, Absolutely. great story. Well, Jennifer Thank Lang, you. Yeah, what a great story. Thanks for being on our show. Wonderful music. Really good stuff. Thanks for making a difference, and thanks certainly for making a difference in those other people's lives. So you're definitely someone that's doing the things with the Dash, and I know you travel back and forth amongst Arkansas and New York, and good luck with your traveling. Well, thank you, and thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Dawn. I had a great time, and um, I wish you guys the best, and keep finding more Dashes. Yep, sounds great. Thank you. guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thedashradio. Again, Thanks for spending some of your dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.